major victories against both abortion and election fraud in Texas, yet the genocidal vaccine agenda continues, and now children in the UK potentially are going to be forced vaccinated without parental consent. We also have a lot more happening here at home, and including a recent study that shows rogue antibodies, or as we've covered, antibody-dependent enhancement-related deaths could be up to a fifth of all COVID deaths, according to this article. We're going to go through all of this and more after a short word from our Patriot sponsors. Let's dive in. There was a time when I had my head in the sand. Then I found out that power players pass lies for truth and truth for lies, especially in areas of life and health. I used to stay quiet, and now I speak up. I red pill my family. I red pill my friends. And I support redpillliving.com. Red Pill Living has real health products that support longevity, vitality, and detoxification against the deep state attacks on your health. It's redpillliving.com. Wake up. Stand up. Speak up. Nemosnewsnetwork.com. Breaking the cycle of fake news. In Texas, the GOP have, despite the Democrats' failed attempt at fleeing quorum and spreading COVID among Nancy Pelosi's staff in D.C., they've managed to pass a fairly comprehensive election integrity bill. They're also managing to push the boundaries a little bit further against abortion with their new six-week life law, which essentially says No abortions allowed after six weeks. The Supreme Court has essentially let it go, and now it's going to spread to other states. We're going to talk about that in just a moment. We have Matt Gates being proven right, vindicated, as a con man is indicted for attempted extortion of Gates' family for $25 million. Con man Stephen Alford, which doesn't square exactly with what Gates had said uh, to Tucker Carlson. His name is David McGee, who works at the Beggs and Lane law firm. I don't know what the detail there is, but anyway, so this is the person, I guess, who made the call, and it seems to be a conspiracy involving multiple people, not just one con man. So I expect to see this situation develop. We even have a former VP at Pfizer One of the companies making the poison vaccines, his name is Dr. Michael Yeadon. He was a former vice president and chief scientist for none other than allergy and respiratory issues. Get this, he is now telling people in the UK, listen up folks, ages 12 to 15 years are going to be vaccinated with this experimental technology with or without parental consent. Just like we're seeing in Australia Again, Second Amendment is not the same thing as, you know, they don't really have a Second Amendment in the UK. I think they have very limited rights to own firearms. I'm not sure what the law is there, but it's nowhere near as robust as the Second Amendment here in the United States. And most UK citizens don't have any sort of protection. Now, going back to, you know, some of the last instances in which communism took over, um, we got to go back to look at you know, uh, Russia, it was a largely Christian nation, which then started, you know, mass murdering and starving people in the tens of millions. And, uh, you know, that's, 
where we heard of, of some pretty horrific stories out of the Holodomor and uh, Gulag Archipelago. And there was a book named Gulag Archipelago written by Alexander Solzhenitsyn. And it's a little bit of a history lesson. But, you know, briefly, he said that, you know, some nights got so bad they would arrest a quarter of whole cities and throw them in the Gulag. Um, and, you know, under Stalin, it was so bad that people would say goodbye to their families on the way to work because they weren't sure if they were going to get arrested on the way home or not. The odds were so high, but they had to go to work to feed their families. And then, you know, he also makes a statement that even if people had resisted with, with pitchforks and, and hammers and kitchen knives and shovels, they'd have won because the organs, as they called them, which were like the, you know, the Stasi secret service of their time, that were out there arresting people, the, the political cops, they would have run out of people very quickly. There just aren't that many of them. Now, I'm not suggesting that people do that, of course. I'm giving you a history lesson of how bad it has gotten in the past. So continuing from there, um, he also even says in his warning that, quote, knowing what I know from 40 years training and practice in toxicology, biochemistry, and pharmacology to participate in this extraordinary abuse of innocent children in our care can be classified in no other way than murder. So get this, it's already being somewhat censored. I'm looking at the archived version, okay? So this article called Rogue Antibodies Involved and Almost One-Fifth of COVID Deaths was published on the Nature and Immune magazines. And, you know, right here, an important quote, the findings published on 19 August in Science Immunology provide robust evidence to support an observation made by the same research team last October, led by immunologist Jean-Laurent Casanova, that's a cool name, at the Rockefeller University in New York City, that's not a cool name, the researchers found that around 10% of people with severe COVID-19 had autoantibodies that attack and block type 1 interferons, protein molecules in the blood that have a critical role in fighting off viral infections. So not only are you not getting protection from these vaccines, you're destroying your antiviral fighting arsenal and abilities for all viruses. That's why you're seeing people, you know, also with your lymph nodes, which are the other half of your immune system being suppressed and destroyed by these vaccines, which wipe out the things that are your long-term suppressors. Like, it's not the same thing that fights off new infections. The, the, immu the immune system has different parts. So the lymph system suppresses long-term infections like herpes or, um, you know, different types of things that will live in your body for a long period of time even if you've kind of overcome and beaten them. But they're waiting to strike if you ever have a compromised immune system. That's why a lot of people get like cold sores around winter time because their immune system was stressed just a little bit. And then, boom, you have a, a virus that's sitting there waiting to come out that strikes. And it doesn't take a lot sometimes to set those sort of things off for people because our standard American diet, SAD, SAD, our SAD diet in America and that's pun intended, is so bad that we're basically riding just above, you know, sickness most of the time already. 
I'm not bashing you if you have a, a typical American diet. I'm trying to encourage you to, to, to get some of the benefits of eating fresh whole foods and, and you know, one easy way to do it, even if you don't like to do smoothie or to do uh, salads is to do smoothies or, or to do juicing. If you can afford that, uh, try not to go too high on the sugar, but smoothies can taste like ice cream and they're really good when you mix two to three different varieties of fruit together and then do like half vegetables, like some, some spinach is pretty gentle or some kale or some Swiss chard or something like that, a little bit stronger taste, but you know, you, you have all of these different varieties of smoothies out there that can taste like everything from some sort of tropical fruity punch drink to, um, you know, like a, a, a Reese's flavored chocolate and peanut butter flavor smoothies. That's one of my favorite ones. And if you get the right kind of peanut butter, it's, it's not actually that unhealthy for you at all. It's pretty good for you, especially if you're going to use all those peanut butter carbs and stuff. So, you know, that type of, of boost not to mention some of the super vitamins that we have through our sponsors at Red Pill Living will harden your immune system and you'll be riding at levels way above normal. You'll be able to handle way more of a burden and, you know, that kind of a, a little bit of a burden, just like winter. It's all you need is winter for some people and they get sick. You know, they get that cyclical winter illness or they get the cold winter blues, right? Because they're not getting enough vitamin D in their sunlight. And that's also suppressing their immune system, the cold and the lack of vitamin D. So, you know, they're barely riding above it. They get sick each year. I never, almost never get sick each year because I'm always boosting my immune system actively. Not by taking medications, not by, you know, I don't even take hydroxychloroquine or anything because I don't, I don't worry about viruses for the most part. Um, I guess if I were dying of hydroxychloroquine or of, of the coronavirus or whatever, I would take some hydroxychloroquine. But since I never really get sick in the first place, um, you know, again, for the most part, occasionally I will. I have injuries and such. I usually just rely on my immune system. I boost it with fresh vegetables. I take the liposomal vitamin C because you can never get enough of that. There's no way to overdose on vitamin C. Uh, and it just keeps making your immune system stronger and stronger, as we've seen through countless studies. No medical advice intended, um, so they don't Roger Stone my my family at 2 a.m. But that's that's what is going on. Most people don't exercise. They don't do smoothies. They don't eat a lot of salads. And frankly, it's hard to get enough vegetables by eating salads. Our, you know, our teeth just our modern teeth are not handling it that well. And you'd have to sit there and just all day long to get enough greens in your diet. That's why I'm a big fan of smoothies, especially because, uh, frankly, I got some cavity issues that caused me problems as a kid because my grandparents fed me a bunch of candy um, because I guess I was a wild kid, right? So, you know, people, you know, seeing all of this over the course of my life and studying alternative health to try to help people, especially my family, to, to overcome some of these common problems. I've just got a bit of a perspective on it. And I guess my homeopathic approach is to build my, my body and to build my immune system rather than trying to kill whatever's trying to bother me. You know, I'm not, I'm not trying to buy poisons and aspirins and, and suppressants and, and, you know, cough syrups and all of that stuff. Instead, I'm drinking more water. I'm getting more sun. I'm getting more fresh air. I'm, you know, I take breaks if I get, if I start feeling sick or something, I'll take a little bit more time off to rest and to maybe take a nap or something to let my body get that extra boost of energy that it might need at that one critical moment to beat whatever's about to try to take over and, and, and bother me. And usually what gives most people like 
migraines, major headaches, uh, maybe even flu-related symptoms, I won't even get the sniffles, or if I do, I'll have like a little congestion, and I'll do um, maybe a colloidal silver spray or something just for myself. Again, not giving advice. I know how bad the, the system hates colloidal silver. My gosh, it must work or something if they hate it that badly. Uh, we had to stop selling it because we were targeted so hard at Red Pill Living. It's crazy. Anyway, I'm digressing. I hope that was of value to some people. But this this study showing from none other than the Rockefeller University in New York City it was a pretty large study. I think this second one had a 30,000 people or more sample. And they're even saying, quote, too big to ignore. It is. They are killing people with the suicide vaccine, especially the elderly who don't have enough built-up reservoirs of these type 1 interferons and, and their you know viral immunity fighting is already suppressed by age and a lifetime of that standard American diet, which does a lot of damage over time, especially if you've got a lot of sugar in there um, and not enough vegetables, right? Then you're looking at the death of the elderly in mass, followed by the death of the folks who are not as healthy, who are young, over the next 10 years, not to mention the mass infertility that we are already facing and people have not even figured out yet because it takes, you know, it takes 10 to 12 months to figure that out. You know, now, now people are like trying to have babies again and now they're like, oh, well, uh oh, I'm having issues. Now we already know that it wasn't until the vaccine that was, was actually introduced that the death care industry, like the, the people making money from putting dead people in the ground and taking care of dead people and all of that started seeing record profits, not to mention the hospitals and the medical industry. We could look at, at their profits from the vaccines as well, but they were already getting a ton of money by just saying people were dying from COVID, right? They were getting extra money, especially if they put them on a ventilator. But no, the death care industry was not profiting and spiking until after the virus vaccine, not the virus, just the vaccine. So, um, you know, now we're seeing at this point, we're starting to see uh, the infertility industry getting its spike. So, you're, you know, the, I, I often like to say, because I, I used to be an investor and, and I have that, that business mindset still, you kind of follow the money on this. You follow the financial stuff and financial news usually tells a little bit more of the truth than the political spin stuff because there's a little bit less of an agenda there. And sometimes things slip through, right? Sometimes it slips through that after they introduce this experimental vaccine, a lot of people die and people are having to then bury them and cremate them and buy coffins and deal with, you know, nurse, uh, not nursing homes, uh, uh, morgues. And, um, you know, it's, it's insane. So the death care industry as a whole uh, is, is, getting some pretty unprecedented spike in profits. I don't know if it's record-breaking uh, because I haven't followed all the, you know, the financial records of the death care industry, but it is pretty unprecedented in recent times. You're seeing a notable correlation of death spikes following the vaccines in every country. Okay. In fact, you could, you could probably, and I'm not giving financial advice here, but you could probably bet money on this in the the markets and and pick winners by just seeing what they do. I mean, are, is this is is um, you know the, oh, this is sad to think, but it just occurred to me. 
we've all heard of the, the sort of the glut of population that's moving through the U.S. pipeline, right? Sort of imagining um, the baby boomers as the largest generation. I always envisioned it as trying to force a marble through a straw. You know, you got that fat little marble trying to move through that tiny little straw. And that's sort of how that group is represented in terms of, of demographics and, and population booms. Well, now, you know, at first it was, it was buying the toys and building the toys. They made a lot of money, you know, toy companies. And then it was like the car companies made a lot of money. And then it was like, you know, the insurance companies made a lot of money because they were growing up. And then the parent stuff, you know, they started to make a lot of money because they were becoming parents. So you started to see like industries predicting the movement of this population. Boom. They made a lot of money. They made billions or trillions of dollars. Well, you heard it here first. And I hate to say this because it's so damn sad, but you can do the same thing in reverse and make a lot of money off the death. I'm not saying you should do this, but I'm saying people are doing this, of the baby boomers. Isn't that messed up? But it's a very predictable phenomenon. And when you're looking at long-term economic trends and you're looking at, you know, which businesses are going to experience these huge growths and returns, I mean, there's not that many, there's not that many things in the stock market worth being in at all, period. Uh, it's it's overvalued based on the income. It's it's all because of money printing at the at the uh, Federal Reserve anyway. But you know the the few winners might be, frankly speaking, the the mining companies that deal with gold and silver, and the death care industries, and of course the vaccine makers. They're making lots of money, aren't they? And Pfizer, they're ready for your daily COVID pill. Not to mention. You know, the booster shots that they're going to roll out every three months, the daily COVID pill they're going to want you to take three, four, five times a day. I know what this means. Okay, they don't need to give you a daily pill in order to kill you. They can do that with a monthly shot or a, a, a every three month shot or once a year shot or once every 10 year shot, depending on how much of a dose you get. But if they're trying to placate you with, you know, chemical means and, and sedate you, they're going to need to give you something like Ritalin, where you take it every couple of hours and you're a zombie. Be careful with this pill, folks. I don't know what's in it, but uh, I definitely don't trust PF-07321332. And you shouldn't either. In Europe, their version of the CDC, the, uh, what is it called again? It's, re it's really similar. It's the ECDC the Center for Disease Prevention and Control. Very similar. I wonder if there's a, a relation there. Anyway, they have uh, broken with the U.S. advice. They're saying there's no urgent need for COVID booster shots. Um, although Biden is breaking even with his own FDA, apparently, because the FDA have people, senior advisors and such, stepping down in, um, in I guess, protest of the White House trying to get ahead of the FDA and, and force these vaccine boosters on people. But Fauci, he's right there along with the White House, hoping that he can get emergency use authorization to vaccinate children under 12 in the coming weeks. You see how they're staggering the population so they don't kill everyone at once, right? Because that would be too obvious. That's also why you're seeing in Japan multiple vials with multiple weird substances, including uh, metallic flakes that were magnetic. I think they actually discovered those were, or at least some of them, were stainless steel. 
and also you're seeing pink vials and black vials and I, and and it's just weird how they have different versions of the same vaccine by the millions obviously there are variants of the vaccines as well designed to create probably logically discernment deduction i'm guessing here i'm speculating that they're meant to cause different diseases different types of deaths to mask and disguise and disperse to dilute the focus on the vaccine killing people in mass all at once of a certain way that's my that's my thought on this now speaking of things that sedate you uh, and keep you walking around like a zombie not only will not having enough oxygen do that but also according to John Rappaport's blog at no more fake news the masks themselves may contain graphene oxide and research is being conducted and has been conducted into graphene oxide as a way to suppress your anxiety no shit they are potentially putting the stuff in the mask to sedate people i don't know if that's true but read this article they actually do have studies going on around this it's not outside of the realm of potential and you know we're dealing with a commie dictator they'll do just about anything and that you know he asks are millions of people walking around in a sedated dumbed down haze because they're wearing masks there's even something called the graphene flagship. Quote, the graphene flagship is, along with the Human Brain Project, the first of the European Commission's future and emerging technology flagships, whose mission is to address the big scientific and technological challenges of the age through long-term multidisciplinary research and development efforts. Multidisciplinary sounds like they're trying to mix robots and biology, doesn't it? I don't know. Anyway... Moving on from there, I do want to also mention that there has been some updates against the school board, um, you know, uh, tyrannical school board situations going on around the country. There is a chance and a way to fight back. So there are hidden laws that actually enable parents to tell the school board what to do through petitions. They have to get signatures. They have to sort of do the process the right way. Uh, and depending on, you know, how the uh, the district is organized, whether it's a single town school district or a cooperative school district. It's called RSA 1972 or RSA 19513. Under Joe Biden, up to one in three of these migrant children who are coming across the border, often being raped along the way, are being lost in our country, which is raising major trafficking concerns according to a new FOIA. Also, Joe Biden says that he visited the Tree of Life synagogue after the massacre. But the executive director of the synagogue says that Biden is lying and he never visited. Yet another one of the Biden family's just bold-faced lies. They lie like most people breathe. Seems like a typical Democrat, though. Also, in South Dakota... Governor Kristi Noem is looking to emulate and make sure that they are even ahead of the new Texas pro-life law banning abortions after six weeks. She wants to make sure that whatever the Supreme Court is going to allow, that South Dakota is among the strongest, if not the strongest, state for pro-life values and protecting the lives of the unborn. We're saving babies here. 
There was a quote from President Trump a while back. I don't remember exactly what it was off the top of my head, but it basically said there are millions of babies really, uh, you know, relying on us to save them, and we will. And that's kind of you know, where we are at this point as a country where millions of lives are ended before they really get a chance to begin through abortion. I, being the child of a woman who was basically a crackhead, I mean, I can say I was probably first among the list for the potential abortions. Thank God I didn't get aborted. Thank God I was here. Um, thank God, even though my mother made other bad decisions, she did not abort my little brother and sister. Now, Continuing, White House is now proposing that they remove many penalties for fentanyl trafficking. Wow, so China's major export drug to the United States, their repayment for the opium uh, uh, addictions that uh, you know the United States has historically inflicted upon China, I guess, I guess they see that as you know quid pro quo with quid pro Joe. But anyway, uh, essentially, this is going to help Chinese drug. Uh, traffickers and drug makers to send more fentanyl to our country, which is going to probably end up killing the mother, brother, and sister that I just mentioned, because they're still on heroin even today, and you know they they haven't been able to get off of that mess back up in North Carolina, and I'm hoping that they they get out of it at some point, but I think the fentanyl is probably going to kill them before they manage to break the habit. I hope not. We're praying for them and we're praying for everyone else in these trying times for our country, but certainly historic times. And I hope that all of you have found this to be a value. If you did, please consider liking, sharing, and subscribing. And if you want to follow our newsletter, you can join us at nemosnewsnetwork.com news. And you can follow all of our links at nemosnewsnetwork.com finder, including our Telegram chat room at nemosnewsnetwork.com slash chat. Hopefully we'll see you guys on the next one. Dustin Nemos out.